0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Endipod. If you are new here, my name is Lois Mitchell and I'm a third year medical student. In today's episode, we'll be covering testicular cancer to continue on with our cancer series. So if you haven't had a chance to yet, go check out the last episode by Nina on pituitary tumors. Today, we'll be discussing the epidemiology, classification, diagnosis, and management of testicular cancers. Let's start off by looking at the epidemiology of testicular cancer. Compared to other types of cancer, testicular cancer is rare but there are about 2,400 new cases of testicular cancer in the UK each year. With the average age of diagnosis being 28 years old. Testicular cancer can be thought of as a cancer in, of younger men as the incidence increases steeply until ages 30 to 34 before rapidly declining. Rates of testicular cancer are significantly higher in young white males when compared to any other age group or ethnicity. Let's now have a look at the classification of the different types of testicular cancer. There are many different types of testicular cancer, over 90% of these originate from germ cells. These are seminomas and non-seminomas. But you do need to bear in mind that mixed germ cell tumours are treated the same as non-seminomas. This is because they follow the same pattern of growth and spread as non-seminomas. Now let's have a closer look at the types and features of seminoma. More than 95% of seminomas are classical in nature, and these typically present in men aged 25 to 45 slow growing and take longer to metastasize. Spermatocytic seminomas are rarer and tend to occur in the elderly. These grow even slower than classical seminomas and very rarely metastasize to other parts of the body. Seminomas can increase levels of HCG as human chorionic gonadotropin, So this can be considered a tumor marker in some cancers to monitor the efficacy of treatment. Now we can talk about non-seminoma testicular cancers. These types of germ cell tumors usually occur in men between their late teens and early 30s the four main types of non-seminoma tumors are embryonal carcinoma yolk sac carcinoma choriocarcinoma, and teratoma most tumors are actually a mix of different types but this really doesn't affect the treatment embryonal carcinomas are three to four percent of testicular cancers and these tend to grow rapidly before metastasizing embryonal carcinomas also raise the levels of alpha fetoprotein protein and hcg so they use the tumor markers sac carcinomas are the most common form of childhood testicular cancer, but these are rare in adulthood. sac carcinomas respond well to chemotherapy even after metastasis, and alpha fetoprotein protein can be used as a tumor marker. Choriocarcinomas are a rare and fast-growing type of cancer, which is highly likely to metastasize. These commonly present in a mixed germ cell tumor, but pure choriocarcinomas with poor prognosis, as of a poor response to treatment. For these tumors hcg is used as the tumor marker and finally teratomas there are three different types of teratoma when looked when inspected under a microscope these look like the three germ layers endoderm mesoderm and ectoderm pure teratomas are rare and have no effect on tumor biomarker levels but our teratomas are common in mixed germ cell tumors Tumours originating from the connective or endocrine tissue of the testicles are known as stromal tumours. These are responsible for less than 5% of adult tumours, but up to 20% of childhood testicular cancers. The most common form of stromal tumours are Leydig cell and Sertoli cell tumours. The Leydig cells are the cells which normally produce the male sex hormones, testosterone and other androgens. However, when these cells form tumours, they can produce androgens and estrogens, and these can develop in people of all ages. Most Leydig cell tumours are benign and rarely metastasize, and these are often cured by orchidectomy. But if these tumours spread, the prognosis is poorer, as these tumours have a poor response to chemo and radiotherapy. Sertoli cells facilitate the progression of sperm to spermatozoa by nourishing sperm-making germ cells. And Sertoli cell tumours are often benign, but like Leydig cell tumours, if they metastasise, they respond poorly to chemo and radiotherapy. Testicular cancers typically only affect one testicle, so symptoms are normally unilateral. But symptoms do include a lump in the testicle, a feeling of heaviness in the scrotum, a dull ache in the abdomen or pelvis, hydrocele, testicular pain or discomfort, enlargement of breast tissue, and back pain. So, if you find a lump in your testicles when checking them, as is advised to do so at least monthly, go check out the top link of the episode description for more information on how to do this. By the way so if you find a lump, please contact your GP to get yourself checked out. Diagnosis is typically made through a range of tumour marker blood tests such as alpha fetal protein and HCG as well as scrotal ultrasound. Biopsy isn't used in testicular cancer as there is a risk of seeding through needle core biopsy That's what will upstage the cancer so histology is only used after orchid- orchidectomy. There are three main treatments of testicular cancer and these are chemotherapy, radiotherapy surgery. This is an orchidectomy to remove the cancerous testicle. It is important to know that orchidectomy does not cause infertility but there is a risk of a surgical complication resulting in infertility. The treatment used for testicular cancer is dependent on the staging and type of cancer but in many cases chemotherapy is used after orchidectomy to reduce the chance of relapse. In most cases the risk of recurrence is low and there's tumor monitoring through biomarkers, to keep an eye on this. But 2% of men who have an orchidectomy for testicular cancer will develop a cancer in the remaining testicle. Thankfully, in the UK, testicular cancer has a 95% one-year survival rate, with the highest rate of survival coming from stage 1 early diagnosis. But half of all men diagnosed with testicular cancer will require some form of chemotherapy. But this still has a high rate of one-year survival, above 90%. Unfortunately though, If the cancer is found to have metastasized upon diagnosis, the relative 5-year survival reduces to 73%. In summary, testicular cancer is a relatively rare type of cancer, which presents unilaterally in younger men, the average age of diagnosis being 28 years old. There are many types of cancers, but there are three main treatment options, dependent on the stage and type of tumour. Prognosis is favourable with 95% of men surviving one year post-diagnosis. Thank you for listening this week and stay tuned in for our next episode. Please do follow us on on our Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages. Please like and share this podcast with all your friends and colleagues. If you have any requests for future podcasts, please let us know. And thank you very much for listening once again. As a disclaimer... Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society is a student-led organisation and the content provided through EndoPod is solely for informative purposes. This does not replace advice of any doctor or any other healthcare professional. The students involved in the making of this episode are in the third year of the medical studies. All the information provided in this episode was researched on appropriate resources. To view these, please check the episode description.